Hello, everyone. This is Ihab Batala from the Medical College of Wisconsin. Today, I'll be talking to you about our study looking at the real-world treatment patterns and healthcare resource utilization associated costs among patients with CML receiving later lines of therapy. So as we all know, results for patients with CML are pretty outstanding now and patients do really well. However, a small number of patients will require third-line therapy or even sometimes fourth-line therapy. Uh, we wanted to develop a model and look at the most recent uh, world patterns of care and the healthcare resource utilization in those patients. Our data source was the IBM MarketScan. Uh, it's an administrative claims database in the U.S. It includes the combined claims from over 130 payers, including more than 250 million covered lives. So uh, just a lot of data. The data includes information on health plan enrollment, demographics, claims for medical services with diagnosis and procedure codes, and claims for pharmacy services. Using this kind of data is good and bad. It's a strength that there's uh, 20 years of data, a very large sample size of patients, and it really follows what really happens in a real-world setting across the United States, and we, we're able to use this data to look at the cost. The limitations that we've had when we were looking at these results is the lab test results are not available. So all we know is that the lab was done, but we don't know what were the results. So for example, we can't really tell whether a patient changed drug for uh, toxicity or for resistance. All we can tell is a test was done and a patient changed drug. We also have uh, limited uh, commercially insured uh, individuals. And there are also uh, codes that are recorded for the reimbursement may be subject to some coding errors or data omissions. So the study design is we looked at patients with diagnosed with CML going back to 2001, and that's when imatinib was approved. And we uh, really required to have patients who had their first diagnosis uh, with uh, CML within three months and uh, that they started treatment for their CML soon after. They also had to have a continuous health plan enrollment for at least 12 months after their first CML diagnosis. And this is just to make sure that we have the full history of those patients we're included, we're, we are including in our study. So we started out with about 46,580 patients. And with just these two criteria is that they started first-line therapy with one of the TKIs after 2001. And then within three months following the first CML diagnosis, with just these two criteria, the number came down to 3,699 or close to 3,700. We then look at how many patients were observed with specific first-line CML chronic phase. It came down to 3,234 patients. And of those patients, only 296 or 9.2% of the overall population had received a third line or more TKI therapy. So this is really the population we'll be looking at is this group of patients who received third-line treatment. Of those 296 patients, their median age was about 58, and about 8% were diagnosed from 2001 to 2005, 43% from 2006 to 2011, and 48.6% from 2012 till 2019. Uh, many of them had other comorbidities, such as hypertension, diabetes, and cardiac arrhythmias. In those patients, about 65% 
of them received imatinib as first line, and as second line, about 49% received desatinib, and about 30% received nilotinib as second line, and as third line, about 20% received imatinib, 24% received desatinib, and 36% received nilotinib. 83 patients received on to receive a fourth line uh, therapy, uh, and of those, 20% were imatinib, 28% were desatinib, and the rest were distributed between nilotinib, bositinib, and ponatinib. We then looked at the healthcare resource utilization for these 296 patients, again, who received a third-line plus treatment. And of those, the annual instance rate for inpatient admissions for all cause was about 0.4, and CML-related was about 0.4. And there was really no difference between the third-line only and patients who received fourth-line. Outpatient uh, days are the number of, on average, of resource utilization annually for outpatient days, with the third-line plus was about 30 days and CML-related was about 10 days, and there was no, again, no big difference between third-line or patients who received a fourth-line and, and beyond. The number of inpatient days for third-line uh, overall for the whole population was about 3.4, for the CML-related was about 3. And finally, the emergency visits were 1.2 for all-cause and 0.3 days for CML-related. And again, no big differences here between the third line and the patients who receive fourth line plus. When we then looked at the healthcare costs for these patients, here there was a little bit of a difference. So when we look at the whole group, the whole 296 patients, the cost, uh, mean healthcare cost annually was about 18,784, and for CML related was about 17,000. About half of these costs, or a little less, were related to their medications. When we then look at, if we separate these patients into patients who had third line, and then we separate the patients who also had a fourth line, the amount or the cost for inpatient or outpatient cost increases uh, significantly. So for example, with a fourth line, the cost is about 19000 annually, and of those, about 7000 are for inpatient uh, admission. The cost of drug across the, whether it's third line or fourth line, it was remained pretty much stable around 10,000. So what this study re really did, it's a, a very first study to look at this uh, healthcare resource utilization for this group of patients. You can see we started out with a really large number of patients and dwindled down to about 300 patients on uh, third line and looking at the cost of care. Most patients were fit for transplant, although they didn't really get a transplant. Pharmacy costs account for nearly half of the total cost burden during the third line, and the proportion of medical costs took more importance following third line therapy. So on the fourth line therapy, the inpatient stay, et cetera, the cost for that increased. And essentially, what this just shows is that as the care proceeds for our patients and they go on later lines of therapy, the cost of care increases, and it would be better if we can uh, get patients to a deeper remission earlier and not really need to get to the third line where there's uh, increased uh, cost and, of course, uh, worse outcome for our patients. So uh, thank you all and thank you for listening.